You be clowning Kendrick Perkins. You literally brought it up last time we well, said No, I mean, I can clown him. Why? Because he played for you. He played for the Cavs. Was he on the roster or did he play for the Cavs? He played for the Cavs. Remember? You got tipped? Y'all remember? No, nigga. When he was in, remember they was doing the um, look at the flick of the wrist, and he that, it was like, all that in was the like thing. in like the locker room. Yeah, but what I'm saying, he played though. Fam, that man. year. <laughs> Did you just bring up something with him playing or him like, dancing? On the he team? played that year. That's he's, not what I just asked you. Y'all remember him playing? He's the enforcer. I don't remember him playing. He said, y'all don't remember him playing? He did the flick of the wrist. What? <laughs> what? Like they, he did, bro. Like they called that play. He was like, yo, run the flick of the wrist. Run back a real memory. I'll be for real. That's like the only thing I remember because it was yeah. funny as hell. <laughs> you don't remember him playing. But, uh, but he, he boomed on the nigga or something. Cleveland like, won my squad, though. Cleveland, y'all squad. What was y'all squad? How many squads y'all got? Hey, you know one thing I can count on coming here, man. It's a fool from here, bro. Joe! That's your man's though, right? He had the Henny on the way over here. Look at the wrist. Look at the wrist. What up, what up, what up? I am Javon Berry. I am Zamar Tompkins. I am Chris Shields. And this is the Baselines and Beats Podcast. Your one-stop shop for hoops, hip-hop, and everything related to the culture. As always, man, we gotta give a special shout-out to the Baseline Squad, man. We see all the likes, all the comments, all the shares. Uh, the audience is really growing. We really appreciate y'all. If y'all rocking with us, cool. If not, please follow us on Facebook at Baselines, uh, at Baseline Pie, on IG at Baselines and Beats, and on SoundCloud at Baselines and Beats. Look, man, it's been a long day. It's been a long day, brother. Wrong day. You hear your do say in the car. Hey, man, listen, man. Before we, hey, man, be quiet, bro. Before we start, man, I gotta do something, man. This is my camera right here, right? I wanna give a special apology to Kawhi Leonard. Brother, I'm so sorry about saying you weren't the best player in this Raptors Philadelphia 76 series. He was lighting their ass up, bro. And uh, I apologize. And um, you are definitely uh, top five in the league. And uh, I'm sorry. You know, that's all I can say. That's real big of you, man. You're great. Yeah. You made you do it. Nah, man. Well, you know, when we did this first episode, I said Kawhi was top five. If we go back and go over our top fives, oh, I said he was top five. You went back to make sure? Well, I had to check because I'm. So, <laughs> and B, was he in there? No. So how did you get to that? You know, man, I'm going to be 100% honest with y'all, and this is like true 100%. We be agreeing too much on stuff lately. So I wanted to cause like some, some, a a little bit, and I wish I would have picked something else. No, because I don't believe that. We do. We've been agreeing on a lot of. No, we we really haven't. If you you watch the. If it wasn't this episode or the one before, I'm like, man, we can't agree on everything. I literally said that. We have, we got all the same picks. I had to say something else for, for the fans. You was trying to spice it up. Huh? Yeah, man, for the fans, man, because they were saying, you know, we was getting, we was getting a little dough, man. So you know, I'm like, ruckus face. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, 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 uh, but I do apologize, brother Kawhi, man. Um, I seen the mid-top New Balances. They did look kind of decent. They yeah, 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 man. Joe, the the lows, I, I ain't really seen it. The, nah, the you, mids? I feel like you taking this apology way too far. Nah, so <laughs> Kawhi, I'll let your boy, man. Uh, Z. You want the New Balances? Man, Joe, the most kind of hard, man. Kawhi, send, send Vaughn some New Balances. Yeah, man. 10 and a half, 11, brother. Whatever, whatever you got, I, I appreciate it. Uh, Z, what we getting into today, brother? Cool, cool. So it's a lot of new music coming out, a lot of people coming out with projects. A lot of projects just came out. We got a new one from Q. We got a new one from Ari Lennox. Uh, any projects stand out to either one of y'all? 
Uh, the Ari definitely, definitely to me. Um, the Ari was very soulful, man. Super duper. Um, Love that over here on the way over here. Rocking with that. Uh, she got the joint with a uh, JID bro. Yeah. JID went crazy, crazy on that joint. Um, she got a lot of joints on there that I was rocking with. I like Whipped Cream. I like Chicago I like that Boy. One too. Chicago Boy, super tight. Like Broke. Um, <clears throat> got a lot of joints. That joint just so soulful, man. That's a good. Uh, that's like one of them house cleaners. I was just going to say yeah. that, man. It make That's you want to clean cleaner. the crib. That was yeah. a whole vibe the whole time. It make you want to clean the crib, Joe. It make you just like want to, like my girl got like a, a bunch of candles around the house. You just want to light all the candles and clean the crib, Joe. That, I don't know, man. It, it, hey, with J.I.D., man, and this is probably a little off topic, do it bother you that his cadence sounds so much like Kendrick's? Um... You know what? For me, no, because I'm a Kendrick guy. Okay. So I was finna say, like, maybe that's why I like him so much. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because he in my favorite five, like, of current artists. Of right he, now? Yeah, of right okay. now. He that's in dope. my favorite JID. five. Yeah. So, you know, um, on, like, his his joint, The Never Story, a lot of people were saying that, like, he sounds so much like Kendrick. But I was just thinking, like, well, maybe that's why I'm in tune with him so much, because I'm a big Kendrick guy. You know who he sounded like on that joint to me, though? Because mm. I wasn't even looking at, like, the the name of the song when when it came on I just turned my phone off and just zoned or whatever like I literally thought it was Anderson Pack when he came on mm. like I'm listening to it and I'm just like yo who like she got a, a, a Anderson Pack feature on here and I looked at it as JID I'm like oh that's I can see that yeah he went crazy on that joint though he went super super dope what y'all think about Q joint uh, I I listened to that before I listened to uh, Ari joint mm-hmm. and I I thought it was solid I'm probably listening to it a couple more times before I give like a, a Real uh, live alert uh, opinion on it, but I thought it was pretty solid though. What you think, Shells? Definitely solid. Um, if you were to compare it, which I don't like to do, but if mm-hmm. you was to compare it like to Blank Face, it might not stand as strong as that yeah. one. That one was, you know, Grammy nominated. But I think this one kind of got like a total different feel and vibe to it from that. Um, and just knowing, you know, the backstory of creating the album. You know, one of his best friends, Mac Miller, passed. You know, that had a huge effect on him. Kind of pushed the album back because of that. Because it was supposed to come in November. He said he had three different versions. Um, And just kind of going through the, you know, real life emotions might have, you know, altered the music a little bit. Like he said, he had three different versions. You kind of don't know which one you want to go with. But uh, it still was solid, though. But uh, I rock with it, though. Yeah, man. I I think it was pretty solid. I think I made the mistake of... and I only listened to it like once, so I got to definitely get back into it. But I made the mistake of, since it was coming from TDE, kind of comparing it to J-Rock's last joint. Because mm-hmm. I love J-Rock's last joint. So yeah. I'm like, okay, TDE finna, you know, put out some whatever. And then, <clears throat> it's not that. <clears throat> and like you said, it it don't, if you if you compare the two with Blank Face, it probably don't stand it up right. as much as it did. But it's solid. Um Hey, I don't I don't know how much replay I'm gonna get into it. Like I said, I really gotta sit with it. I don't really like giving reviews off first listens. Anyway. I was just gonna say I think we all probably gotta like dig into it a little yeah. more. You know, I know for me, like I haven't dug in and dug into it like I want to, just because I've been still like on my Nipsey, you know, vibe. Yeah. So it's been hard for me to kind of like get in tune with some other music. You know what I'm saying? The West out here winning right now. They are though. TDE is winning. Was it, it went nothing off a uh, off a uh, Q joint that stood um, out to none You know, I thought. See, I don't want to sound like I'm over critiquing it too much, but I thought the joint that he had with um, Ty Dolla Sign could have been a little better. 
Like okay. I, I can't. I'm. I, I kind of like Ty Dolla Sign, and I feel like like the hook was kind of simplistic a little bit. All right. Um. I ain't, it, it ain't too much joints that stood out to me from first listen. So I'm gonna go sit with it. I'm probably gonna ride around with it a couple times, and uh, see what I get from it. But I think it's like a solid B project. It's it's nothing that that wowed me yet. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, albums can grow with you. But I got a few joints from now. I like uh, I really like Num Num Juice. Um, he said that was his highest charting song. Num Num um, Juice. Yeah, Num Num Juice was. He said it was his highest charting song. More than damn, really. That's what he said. I seen him say off that. this album or period. I think he said period, like ever. Wow. Maybe I'm wrong, but I could have sworn I heard him say that 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 was his highest charge. Yeah, because he he had some joints. Yeah, he said that was his highest charge joint. Um, I like wow. the joint floating he got with a uh, Twenty One <clears throat> Savage. Mm-hmm. Um, another joint Fifty Two Hundred. There's a few joints on there that I really really like liked on that joint. I think what's the joint? Die with him. Is that one of the joints on me. there? Die with me. Yeah, that was that was kind of that was kind of uh, that was kind of solid too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man. So we'll see. You got any more any more joints that's coming up upcoming that you want to hear from? Anything you're anticipating? The Khaled, man. I'm I'm looking to see the uh, Nipsey and John Legend um, collaboration. Yeah, that's what they've been talking about. Yeah, that sounds dope. So I don't know if that's gonna be like the first single off that joint, but we know that they got a video for it too. You know, I would imagine that they would roll that out like that. You know what I'm saying? With the circumstances, but, you know, we'll see. It's supposed to be coming, what, the 17th or something? Something like that. Something soon. No, you can't trust release dates, though. Yeah. I wonder, it made me think, I wonder how much of that, if at all, how much of that music him and Meek got done before he passed. True. They got any Lucy's in the stash or was anything mixed down or what, what they got to work with. That'd be... Interesting to hear. And it'd be dope if they had at least enough for like a mixtape or something. Mm-hmm. Even like, if it was just an EP, if they got like six solid joints, you know what I'm saying? Just to hear. Like, that would that would be super love to get that. So we definitely gotta keep an eye out for that. Definitely, definitely. Anything else? Anything else that's coming that you wanna uh, that you wanna hear from? I know um we we didn't get to review the when Anderson Pack dropped his joint a while ago. I know you heard it. <sighs> Fire. It's Did it make up for the last one? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. That joint with Layla Hathaway is a smoker. A smoker. The joint with three stacks of smoker. Yeah, man. He he uh <clears throat> he redeemed himself. Definitely. Definitely. Would, would you let would you would you let down when the when the uh when the second project came out? Um I ain't gonna say I was let you talking about um what was it? What was the name of it? Um, uh, Oxnard, right? Oxnard. This one yeah, was yeah, Reventura. Yeah. Um Oxnard. I ain't gonna say I was let down because it still was songs that I liked on there. Mm-hmm. It was enough songs for me to go back to it. Yeah. But I think just as a complete project, after hearing Malibu, mm-hmm. you know, to me that's like if not a classic, it's damn near a classic. Mm-hmm. Malibu. So it's like you expecting that complete project again. I don't know if Oxnard was well. I mean, it ain't been received as that kind yeah, of project, yeah, yeah. but it still was enough joints on there for me to like because I'm just that much of a fan. So like, I wasn't let down, but I just knew it wasn't, it wasn't Malibu. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then you get Ventura, and it's like, okay, we back on track with a complete project. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. Any of y'all seen them live? I have. Seen, I, seen, seen I seen them in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. They they say that you should. That's that's one show that you should pay money to go see. Oh yeah. 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 I just look into it then. Definitely different, and it's crazy when I'm. I still got the video, and I watch it. Mm-hmm. It was like a year before Bubbling came out, and Bubbling he won a Grammy for that joint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like I heard it, I'm like, damn, like this joint 
solid. And it didn't even come out till a year later. So, yeah, yeah he definitely got a good live show. Super, super talented cat, man. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I got any... Uh, Trying to see if I'm anticipating. I mean, we we talked about all the other joints we was anticipating already a few episodes ago. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but we'll, we'll see what's shaking. We'll see what's shaking. We're going to make a smooth transition, man. Um, social media been bubbling <laughs> as of late with um, this whole Aisha Curry red table talk interview type uh, thing. I want to get y'all thoughts on it. Go ahead. Uh, lead us off. See what you got. All right. So... Like for for starters, uh, like coming into this, I knew we was gonna talk about it. Okay. So I, I did something that I feel like like ninety percent of the people on the internet who's talking about the Aisha Curry thing probably didn't do. What's that? Watch the entire episode. <laughs> like it's only twenty seven minutes, so like you watch the whole thing. Yeah, I watched the whole thing, and it's like you can see like they sitting there, they having a conversation. They uh, it's like seven or eight ladies sitting around the table. They talking real candidly, just enjoying each other's conversation. Okay. Uh, Jada Pink and she say, "Hey, so uh, how do y'all how do y'all deal with uh, you know like other women giving y'all men attention?" Okay. So Steph Curry, her mom, just like, "Yo, you know, I've been with him for forever. You know, women do this, they do this, whatever. You know, I laugh because you know I, it's like that's my man. You know, I, I know he's coming back to me, and if he do get a little too friendly, I'm gonna step in and I'm gonna say something." And then Aisha, she's just like, yo, you know, Steph, he get it from his mom. He talks, like, to people. He's really fr- uh, friendly. He's really kind. You know what I'm saying? He he does that kind of thing. And, you know, if I do see somebody saying something, I'm going to insert myself, too. But then she's just like, yo, you know, I, I feel like, you know, it's kind of, like, weird sometimes because Steph Curry is getting all these people coming to his DMs. And... You know, I don't get that same attention. Mm-hmm. Now the internet just like, oh man, she's such a blah blah blah. She doing this, she needs that attention. Like, come on, man. She like, can you imagine? Like, she just had uh, her third kid, whatever, right? Okay. Uh, Steph ne- probably never home because he's always playing basketball. You see him in the summer, like consistently, but other than that, it's like he always gone. So yeah. Uh, and and then you know you you got to raise the kids and you probably dealing with some sort of postpartum depression or something like that. Definitely possible. Just trying to tr- just trying to feel sexy in some way, somehow, some form, whatever, right? Yeah. And then on top of that, you got Steph Curry, who is like light skinned god to most people. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Drake was light skinned god. <laughs> like like if 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 Drake light skinned uh, god, oh, then Steph man. Curry just like he he like everybody's favorite pastor. Then you know light skinned god, Curry or Drake. I feel like they got a fuse to become light skinned guy or whatever. But they got a fuse. <laughs> but it's like, can you imagine like the attention that he get? He like a three time world champion, two time MVP. He light skinned and got <laughs> light eyes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, can you imagine like the attention his DMs is getting? Yeah. And I, I don't. I don't really feel like she probably not getting no attention. But if like Steph like here. Like, and she said she not getting none. I feel like she, like, at least here or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's kind of like, damn, like, am I not sexy to nobody? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if Steph got, like, 300 million bras in his DM, <laughs> I can't get a million here or something? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's what I, t- I, I took. I feel like it was something that she probably didn't have to say yeah. publicly. But I don't feel like the internet got to jump down her throat and be making it seem like she's less than... It's it's tough though, man. It's tough. I haven't seen the whole video, so I can't comment to fry his ass. (laughs) 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 I can't comment to the depths that y'all have because y'all seen the whole thing. But 
like even listening to what you're saying, like, you know, his DMs, they blowing up. But it's like you married to somebody who's in this league, in this industry, you know, yeah. A, B list celebrity. You know what I'm saying? You married, y'all got three kids. I understand all the things about, you know, postpartum and all that and don't definitely don't want to be insensitive to the things that a woman go through. Right. But from another aspect of viewpoint of it, you know, his DMs is blowing up, but they really don't want your husband. They don't want your husband like in the manner that you have him with three kids and this beautiful family. Yeah. They want they want the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not a they I mean, well, let me not say that they're not attractive. Because I, I can't say that, but we know that there's a large portion of women who only see a dollar sign when they see your husband. So it's like, do you want that attention? Because that's not real attention. That's fake attention. That's right, not, right, right. you know, that's not something that has any substance to it. So it's mm-hmm. like, do you want that, or are you just looking for somebody to be like, you know, hey, that's a pretty woman. But like I said before, you know, maybe it's just a thing of people just respecting what you have and not crossing that line because it's just like a it's like an unwritten rule you don't mess in another man's family mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that's just a line you don't cross if you got any type of honor you don't go yeah there. you know what i'm saying if you're a man of honor and integrity that's just a line you ain't crossing and every the whole world know you married to this man you know y'all like this quote-unquote image of the perfect family like mm-hmm. that's just a line some people ain't gonna cross so mm-hmm. it's just it's kind of hard to, you know, understand what she was talking about, but then it's some things that I can get from what was said. As she was saying, yeah, I, I, I definitely feel it. It took me um, a minute to grasp, and I actually like made a Facebook post about it because I wanted to see what people was like really saying. Yeah, and Mars was some people was making sense to me, and in my opinion, some people was extra wilding. But um, I feel what, what's, what's the percentage you say is people that was making sense to. It was like eighty twenty, and the eighty was the extra wild. Yeah, but uh, but what I can say is, I I think I can understand if I if I'm if I because one one thing that I've been trying to work on like in my life and like if somebody say something, I try to put myself in their shoes, right? Right. So I try to imagine like my wife is just like this huge, you know what I mean, huge celebrity or whatever. My wife, my wife Oprah status or whatever. Now, mm-hmm. You know. And Muzz, you know, just fawning after or whatever. And, like, you know, I'm in the crib. Am I going to be like, yo, I'm still, you know what I mean? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that's why I I think it's hard for people to comment on it because you don't know what their life is really like. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what you would do until you get them 100, 200 million fans coming at your spouse all the time. Yeah. That has to create an atypical level of insecurity for someone. I don't care if you're the strongest person in the world. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you, if you, uh, your, your husband is a global superstar, it's going to create some type of insecurity. Like, yo, all these women after you, all these women after you. And like you said, I done had three kids. I just had a baby. My body didn't change. I might not feel the best right now. You know what I mean? I, I think that's perfectly reasonable. And I think if you, if you've been in a relationship for a, a substantial amount of time, Nine times out of ten, your spouse has said something to that effect in different ways. Um, I brought up the example when we was uh, in in pre-production 
uh, when we talked about um, yeah, this Facebook Uncle Ruckus. Yeah, we was in pre, you know, we was in pre-production, <laughs> right. man. You know what you say? <laughs> we was in, uh, in, in, in pre-production. Like Forrest Whitaker over here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I brought up the example of, you know, like, if, if, if your girl is one who likes to go out, right? Mm-hmm. Likes to get dressed up, likes to look nice, and she was like, man, I just want you to take me. I want you to show me off. I want to have a good time. That's to me. That's kind of similar because it's like, yo, I want to get dressed up. I want to look nice, and you know, I want you to think I'm attractive. But I want to walk into a room and be like, yo, all these people be like, you know, man, this is this is super attractive. I think I can relate to it because you but, can relate to that. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> you a woman here? Well, well, you <laughs> want to feel sexy hey, sometimes? Hey, quick, <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. You came with the finger fast. Like, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. That's funny. Oh, let me catch you on Lakeshore hey, Drive and some heels and a, so, a mini skirt. Man, G, look. Checking his we, hey, we know who geek for sundress season. <laughs> I think you oh, might have won this episode. Hey, he got you, bro. Are you, are you writing your jokes before the pod? <laughs> Tell the truth. He are you, you writing them before the pod? Hey, you know, I'm a rapper, so this is off top, bro. I'm to do <laughs> Like I was saying, I I can I I understand like he ain't want to say it again. <laughs> I understand <laughs> that um it made me lose my point. Like you understand your, what she was saying about you know like she, for, yeah. if it was from the aspect of like you know I want to go out and walking in a room. Yeah, because like like when we was so when we was on a honeymoon in Jamaica, right? right? We was walking on the beach. Wifey, you know, had a whatever swimsuit on or whatever. And when we walking, you know, it's mother's looking like man, Joe, you know. You know, she bad or, you know, mother's from the resort coming up and he's like, oh, man, you know, you a lucky guy or, you know, whatever. And I'm like, cool. But I, I think that's the type of thing that she's talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah, nah. It's but like, what you saying? I wonder, like I've said in pre-production, I can't do the eye. <laughs> I wonder, is is it is it that or is it just a woman wanting to feel like a woman? I okay. want to get dressed. I want to do my hair. I want to put some makeup on. I don't know if I totally agree with that. Okay. I don't know if it's what you're saying or is it just... Because that's kind of how I see it. Yeah. Just, you know, I want to just feel like a woman. Like, you know, I want to go out. I want to get my hair done. I want to, you know, I want to go dance. I want to, you know, that type of thing. Like, I don't know where that falls in her statement. You know what I'm saying? And then, like... It's just this thing about understanding. All men were created equal, but their level of understanding wasn't. So I just find it... That's a hard line. Created by that, Arthur that's, Chris Shields. over here rapping, yo. Arthur Chris Shields, you know what I'm saying? Arthur yeah. Chris Shields. She can go by uh, God's Work, Not Mine, Finding Forever, 100GrandPen.com. One, one year anniversary, yeah, by the way. Give it up. Yeah, yeah, get that for my man. Yeah. One, year, uh, yeah, yeah. one year anniversary for my man. It's going to 100GrandPen.com, man. Check that joint out. Yeah, but... um. It just it's just funny how just everybody just totally gets what she's saying. Like mm-hmm. we won't really know exactly what she was trying to say mm-hmm. until she come out and say it herself. That's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we all gonna get it from our viewpoint and our perspective. Well, I ain't even seen the whole thing, so Very I bad. can't really go, go watch it, man, so we can uh, chop it up and talk about it. Big facts. All right, man. So let's uh let's do let's do another transition, man. It's been a lot of madness. In the league, man. Um, some in LA, some in Boston. 
Uh, let's start on the West Coast, man. We're seeing a, a lot of a lot of shenanigans going on, man. For some reason, the Lakers have still not found a head coach. Uh, they still do not have a president of basketball operations. And um, it's not looking good. We're seeing LeBron James trade rumors. Should they trade LeBron? Should LeBron request a trade? Give me y'all thoughts on this, man, because this is uh, beyond me. Being a LeBron guy. Do you think they should trade him? What, what what would you like to see? Would you like to see him stay or tr- get traded? I mean, but if I feel like if they're gonna trade him, where they gonna trade him to? To where? To get what? Golden State, down the hall, Clippers. Hey, like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't feel like it's the it's the worst idea in the they world. They wouldn't do that though. I don't. That would be the best. Fit yeah, I don't like. I don't think like trading Brian would be the worst thing in the world because if they just seriously feel like yo, we can't get this shit right, we don't want to waste the rest of this man's career. We don't want to sit here and just just let him just turn to nothing in front of us, and we just we known as a franchise that just wasted LeBron's last three four years of his career, or whatever. Or oh, we feel like we can we can rebuild and we can get better by trading him. Like I don't feel like that's like the worst thing in the world, but it's like, dude, like this shit is fucking ridiculous. Excuse my French granny. I'm tired. I've, I've been trying to cut down and cussing on here, but this shit is fucking <laughs> ridiculous, dude. Like y'all, y'all brought in LeBron James to the best player in the world to come in here and and be the best player in the world, and y'all got all this damn dysfunction. Like like he he came from Cleveland to get away from this so he can <laughs> think about life after basketball, set his kids up for for success, and it's, it's okay. You know, it's, no, it's, it's a, not okay. It's this a, is it's fucking it's ridiculous. It's, it's turning red, bro. You asked me what I thought, I, right? You no, know, right. I, I just want you to stay calm, brother. I'm trying to stay calm, nah, but this shit you. is fucking ridiculous. You sound like Stephen A. When he talk about the Knicks, man. Man, bro, go ahead now. Because LeBron James is box off. I got you, bro. Anyway, but not, like, like this, like, come on, man. Like, y'all yeah, no. can't get nothing right. Like the whole, like, I wouldn't even like how on like getting Ty Lue as a coach. But that's the least y'all could have did was go get Ty Lue. And it's like y'all, oh no, we don't want to hire him because whatever the reason was. They, said they like, wanted to give him a three year because that's the, that's, that's the, the length of LeBron contract, and they view him as LeBron coach. It just seemed like they not competent enough to run to actually run a business. It's, it's, I, I, like listen to what you just said, like. Mm-hmm. If, if that's LeBron coach, we don't want to give him more than that. So if he if he come coach LeBron and they win a championship, all right, well, you're out of here now, bro, because LeBron's done. But yeah. it basically was a slap in the face to Ty Lue to say, yeah. this is all you are capable of. You only good enough to coach this one guy, so we're going to line this contract up with, with him, right. even though Walden got a five-year deal. Monty Williams got a five-year deal. Neither one of them got a championship. He got a ring. You know what I'm saying? He Don't got this a ring. Just sound stupid he got a as hell. ring. And you know, y'all, y'all lowball him on the offer, mm-hmm. offer three years. You know what I'm saying? And it seems <clears> like the organization is just built upon relationships instead of great business mind and business sense. You know what I'm saying? Because this whole Kurt Rambis thing. Don't what, cut him. Like, what 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 we doing here? I don't understand. Like when they were saying, um, and this probably won't happen now because Toronto looking looking better. But when it was when it was just even slight rumors of Masai Ujiri wanting to leave, I don't understand why they wasn't calling him for because what he built in Toronto, uh, when he worked under Pop, what he built when he was over there in Memphis, I don't understand. Like, when is the last time the Lakers had somebody super super decent in that front office position? Cupcheck did his thing when he was there, and then it kind of went like you know what I mean went down. 
I can't recall the last time when it's like if you if you are like a premier franchise, why don't you have like premier uh, president, premier coach? You know what I mean? Why I don't I don't understand it. because it seems like they just trying to run everything off the prestige and these relationships and tradition, bruh. This is that was then. This is now. This is now. This, it's a, this, a whole different this, league. A whole different league. Whole different era. We talking, y'all. What y'all was doing was decades ago. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. this is a new day. It's time to kind of get on board with that. And I don't know, man. I don't know if you know the Bus family is holding up the legacy of their old man Definitely too well. Because it, it's look, was it a red? I mean, it was a red flag when Magic left. But Magic obviously had to know something we ain't know, right? It's just like how he left. Yeah. It's like he just randomly just said, hey, I'm done with this. Like, and now, like, look what's happening. Nothing. They're not doing nothing. They uh they got like a big summer coming up and they in uh How you gonna secure a free agent? That's what I'm saying. Like they they got the big a, a huge summer coming up and they're in position to do absolutely nothing. Ain't got no coach. No you can't, stability. You can't say, all right, cool, uh, you know, Kevin Durant, come play over <clears> here. <throat> uh, Kawhi Leonard, come over here and, and come play with LeBron. You don't have a coach. You ain't got nobody upstairs running nothing. The biggest red flag was that today they were supposed to interview Frank Vogel for the head coaching position, and Rob Palenka didn't even know about it. This is your GM. How are you interviewing a coach and your GM has no clue what's going on? Ridiculous. <sighs> and 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 then it's like, like, dude, like... Come on, man! Like all the the names that we throwing around, whatever for for head coach, whatever, and we 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 finna interview Frank Vogel. Not well, Frank, Frank not Vogel to say ain't. not not to knock Frank Vogel because Frank yeah. Vogel's a good coach, but like we gonna bring him in to coach LeBron. You know who would be a good fit, and they brought up this name. Tell me who who I think would be solid. Lionel Hollins. Remember Lionel Hollins over there in Memphis? Yeah, you remember old dude? Yeah, with the mango fingers. Yeah, but he got he got that. He was stupid. He got that. <laughs> I ain't lying though. But he got that. He got that. <laughs> Mark Jackson type demeanor, like you know, uh-huh. you I'm your coach. You know he ain't finna be pushed over. You kind of get the sense like if Frank Vogel came over there, LeBron kind of, kind of. All right, look, that was cool. What you said. We I mean, do um, this though. David Blatham, you know yeah. what I mean. So <clears throat> Lionel Hollins, I think would be solid for what he. They also said Mike Woodson. Where are these guys? Chilling, not not off their last stop. I think <laughs> Mike, Mike Wilson got popped. Mike Wilson got popped after he won Coach of the Year, didn't he? Didn't they let him go after he won Coach of the Year? Or something, something like that. I, I don't Y'all remember. Are naming the owners of Brothers <laughs> Barbecue to come. <laughs> well, we, we, we seen the last time Mike Wilson had a super decent squad. He went to the playoffs. Uh huh. Cause um, he Is that had, when they got smoked by the Cavs. Was it? I don't know. I'm, I don't know if he was that coach. I'm just no. I, I, when he was with the Knicks, the Hawks, right? I think he coached the Hawks, but after that, after he was okay, with the Knicks. Yeah, he had, he had, uh, had Melo on them, and then remember Phil came and, and Phil, Phil let him go, up. Yeah. and Phil let him go. But that was the last, last time he did a, a solid job, and he was pretty innovative in that time, running the uh, spread offense, having the uh, four shooters and one big man on the floor. So I don't know. So those are good candidates, but it's it's. I don't want to see LeBron over there no more. I, I, you want to go? I want him go. Where you want him to go though? I mean, Golden State. Hell no. I don't know, but it just, man, just seeing how this franchise is being ran and knowing that they just going to blame everything on LeBron. Like, I was watching somebody on TV. I ain't even going to name who. Who was it? I ain't going to name who it was. Colin? No, Nick it wasn't him. It was a black dude. And he, Jason Whitlock? It, didn't I just say I'm not going to name him? <laughs> 
And he blamed everything. He said the whole Ty Lue thing was LeBron's fault. How was that LeBron's fault? You know what I'm saying? Straight up? He, he clearly... Like recently he said this? He said this to, today. Who the hell would say something stupid like that though? Chris Carter. It wasn't him either. It wasn't Chris Carter? Nope. I know it wasn't Shannon Sharp. It was on uh, Around the Horn. Who was on Around the Horn? Bomani ain't say no dumb mess like that. Nah, it wasn't him either. I was going to say Bomani, my guy. But yeah, man, but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it just knowing that no matter what goes on in this franchise, he's going to get blamed for everything. That's ridiculous. And then on top of that... Fam, y'all ain't been doing nothing the last six years. So why are we acting like LeBron came and just tore this franchise down? Like I don't, I don't like that it just give people another reason to just try to pile on LeBron. You know why I knew when I realized he really needed to get up out of there mm-hmm. when Skip Bayless went on Undisputed and said, "I feel so sorry for LeBron James. They need to trade him right now because he don't deserve any of this." Wow. When that, I heard Skip that's when I when I heard Skip say that, I was like, yo. Skip Bayless? That's Skip deep. Bayless. He was like, he was like, he, he does not he does not deserve what's going what's happening to him. Bro, that that's is wild, bro. That's you know it's bad. Uh if he if he get traded, I, I don't I don't know where he can uh, what, you don't you don't have no idea like what was what was I think, for him. I think Chris Broussard brought up a, a a solid point of trading him to Boston. Um, I mean, you would get rid of some of them assets, but you could probably try to pair him and Kyrie with a good coach, and you're in a stable organization, and you have that championship allure of a franchise or whatever. That could work. Um, I'm not against seeing Kyrie going to the Lakers, though. I'm not against seeing Kyrie going to the Lakers and them adding some shooters around them and making a real run with it. With with, I just don't know who the coach would be. Yeah, I, well, I I would love to see Kyrie. I think Bron, come, come to L.A. I think Bron needs to flex his muscle and say, "Man, give me Tyloo in here right now." If they if they was to make that happen, they need solid veterans around him. I don't like them playing with a bunch of young guys. Oh no, some it can't be Kyrie. I don't want to see him with a bunch of young guys. Mm-hmm. No, you you need some vets. You need some shooting. Um, but yeah, the the way they run in this franchise is. Running it to the dirt. One of my favorite franchises. This shit, this shit is sad, bro. Weren't you a Lakers fan? I still am a Lakers fan. Oh. Yeah, but it's sad, bro. He said one of his favorite franchises. One of my favorite franchises. Damn, how many you got? Chicago Bulls, uh, LA Lakers. You a thot fan. How many, how many different teams <laughs> you done had? Since, you a thot fan. Since 2013, how many teams you rooted for? I root for LeBron. I root for LeBron wherever he goes. Looking pretty, I mean, no. pretty, pretty woman trying to get his look back. <laughs> I tried. It, it, it ain't work. No, it ain't work. To, he did Whatever. the voice and everything. Yeah. <laughs> you got to try again that right. episode. I'm going to start, start writing mine down. I got you. So, um, speaking of Boston, we done seen these monsters run up out the playoffs. What the hell happened? After game one, you know, because I think when we did our picks, we had them in like seven, right? We all had Boston in seven. Was it? I think I had Boston at seven. I think when we did our picks, we was all saying Boston at seven. I know. Yeah, I, I know. I Boston. picked Boston. I, I picked okay. Seven. I, think I think I said six. I think I had seven. Um, what the hell happened? Yo, dumb as hell right now. Why? Because I said, man, if this well, I guess maybe not too much. Because I said if it was a close series, that I would lean on Kyrie more than I would Giannis. Mm. And man, did that backfire big time? Yeah, big time. 
I think he what he scored 102 points on 104 shots. That is my I I, I can't even I think of no time I've ever seen that before. That is crazy. Bro, I seen him shoot an air ball yesterday, fam. Crazy. I ain't never seen Kyrie I shoot an air ball. I can't recall the time I seen him shoot an air ball. Especially not in the playoffs. Though. You would have thought his I, wife was out here talking about shooting <laughs> <laughs> from other men, man, the way he playing. The hell going on? Yeah, Joe. And yeah, nah, that's like... I can't even like it's it's just crazy because after game one like you you seen like the game plan they had for guarding Giannis every time he he go to the lane they build a fence of people and he he can't do nothing I thought it was over it's like yeah Paul Pierce did too <laughs> and he jinxed the shit out of everybody man that's what it is I feel like that's what it is too man Paul Pierce jinxed Paul Pierce is Eddie Mush because he's sitting out here talking about man this series is over man like push the papers like shut up man you done fucked it up for everybody I'm sorry for cussing again Granny. <laughs> Like, yeah, man, Joe. So, was Kyrie playing uninterested when the pressure started mounting? Was I do feel like that that is like a, a sign that he he getting ready to get up out of there because he gone. He just looked like the yesterday. He definitely looked like it yesterday. It was a wrap. He definitely looked like it yesterday because it's, it's just like like you've seen Kyrie before, just like just in 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 his own jersey get untucked and you can't nobody do nothing with him. Mm-hmm. Like when they won uh in Cleveland, like like he was in his zone and he's a part of the team and they they going crazy. He hit the shot, Brian come up, get the block and it's over. We got the championship, you know what I'm saying? The following year it's just like when he you can just tell he he wasn't he wasn't trying to do that no more. He just like, I'm I'm done with it and that, and it, I felt like last night it just looked like he's just ready to pack his bags and be gone. Y'all don't think that's a little corny though? Super corny. I, I I hate I hate that body language or that whole that whole demeanor. Like when stuff like in that first series, in that first game, when they was breezing by, he was happy Kyrie. And as soon as like stuff wasn't going the way he wanted to, it's like you getting like this prima donna attitude. And I think he body got body language, the statements in the press conferences, yeah. you know, anything he's saying to reporters is just like it, it's all bad. It all send off a bad message. 22 shots or I should have shot 30 times like fam what, what? are you talking about what you know are you saying like you know none of your teammates are capable of you know making a few more shots if you take a few that, less that, like that's that's why I don't, I don't understand because and then they asked him about it and he had the whole quote of I've been playing basketball longer than most of y'all been reporting I'm a genius, genius at this and I was like Joe you can't when you a genius you can't call yourself a genius that's yeah. like rule number one yeah but I just don't like that demeanor, and it shows like uh, a lack of maturity on his part. Um, you want it so bad to be this leader mm-hmm. and to have your own team, and you you want it to be Kobe after Kobe and Shaq, but all you saw was the two championships that he won without him. You weren't looking at uh, 06 or all you know all them playoff right. struggles or nothing like that. You ain't looking at none of that. So you left Brian and. Now you see what it is, but you can't. You, I mean, you, you in a good organization. Like Brian had killed to have LA ran the way that Boston ran right now. Right. You know what I mean? So I just don't, I don't understand like the demeanor, the attitude. Is he a number one guy? Can we count on him as I'm? We seen what he did as a number two. I think he's like a one B. He a one B. I think that's a cop out answer, bro. I mean, it might be, but I think he a one B. What you think, Shields? No. I don't think you could. D Wade a one B. 
D-Wade on Miami a 1B. Nah, like, the, the reason I, I say he's a 1B is because, like, he, he has the talent to to be, like, a, a one uh, a number one guy. Okay. But, like, we like we, we talked about this earlier on the show a couple weeks back or whatever. How like the the players today they don't they don't want to always be the best player and the leader on their team. Okay. Sometimes they they want to just they want to be able to come in and play basketball and and be the go to guy to get buckets. Oh, facts. But if we got our back, which is against why I say wall, Kevin Durant is not the best player in the world. But continue. That that's I'm gonna get to it when yeah, he, he, he let, so, let me yeah. So what is he talking about? What is he talking about? Not, nobody he, never cut in and said nothing ridiculous on the show before. What is he talking about? What is going on? That, that, here, that, has, that has nothing to do with anything that uh, we talked about. Y'all got a ruffle spell. What is he talking about? He just gave me making false about. That's exactly why Kevin Durant is not sensitive. That is exactly why Kevin Durant is not the best player in the world. I get to my point. You're not getting your big Sam. It's over with. Give it up. It's over with. <laughs> I don't even remember what the hell was going on. <laughs> All right, well, let me slide in here real quick. So, what he's saying is, you know, basically, guys today want to just go out here and just play ball, but nah, that ain't that ain't it when it comes to being the guy. Right. You gotta play on the court. You gotta do these speaking engagements and talk to reporters, and you gotta have this burden of this whole franchise on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Everybody not able and equipped to handle that. Only certain guys in a selected few are able to do that. Hence why I said what I said about Kevin Durant. You go into Golden State, you don't have you don't have the whole franchise on your shoulders because this is a cha- uh this is a franchise who won multiple championships without you and you basically just coming in and we just throwing you into this system that you fit into. So, you know, you don't have the same pressure that you had when you was the guy in OKC. Okay. You left there for whatever reason. Okay. Whatever. I kind of feel like this is the same thing with Kyrie, where it's just like, I just want to play basketball. I don't I don't I don't wanna have to, you know, when you put me in front of y'all, I'm finna get mad, I'm finna have an attitude, I'm you know what I'm saying, I'm throwing hissy fits, you know, like you know, all of hissy that fits. Uh, all of that stuff. Like, that's not how you handle that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I said this before when we talked about Kyrie and KD going to New York. I don't know how them two guys gonna mix because y'all the same person. So mm-hmm. who is gonna be the one to talk the other off the ledge? Y'all are exactly the same. Exactly the same. Only difference is KD have one championship. So now it's like, okay, I thought I was going to get this certain kind of love. I ain't get it. Okay, let me go on off somewhere else and try to do it. Because, hey, even if I go and try to do this and fail, I still got the rings. At the end of the day, they they ain't going to be thinking about, oh, he went and joined his team. They going to just say he got his rings. Same thing that they was talking about LeBron. Oh, uh, man, it was like the worst decision in the world. Like, how could you do this? Blah, blah, blah. Ain't nobody thinking about that today. And we only a few years removed. Right. He's a three-time champion mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Three? Is it three? Who? LeBron. Uh, LeBron three. Yeah, LeBron three. three. You know what I'm saying? It's just he's a three-time champion. It ain't no more talk of, you know, uh, how did he do that? So it's kind of like the same thing with KD. Mm-hmm. So I just don't think them two guys are the right mix and You think about another. it, Kyrie got that same pressure too. It's just not to the same extent because, like, you're not going to be able to say, like, Kyrie never won a championship. Like, that, like that's why it was easier for him 
to run off and, and try to be cool because one. he already won one. Mm. So at the end of the day, like, you can't say I'm Charles Barkley. I never won a ring, but, you know, at least I tried to drive the car. I I might be better off as a passenger, but at least I tried to drive. And with him as young as he is, I don't want I don't want this to become like a, um, just like a habit for him where you just, you running because you, let's just say he go to the Knicks. This ain't the best franchise in the world no. to run to. So mm-hmm. you kind of walking into a situation, you don't know how things going to play out. Let's say you go there and it go bad. What you going to do? You going to run again? Okay. Like that's that's a bad stain to have on your career. Keep moving, keep so, moving. And to be moving. running for that reason just because, mm-hmm. oh, it don't work. Uh, I'm finna go. I don't like it. You know, whatever the reason. Like that's, that's a bad stain to have. So he should thug it out in Boston? Hmm. I think it's time over in Boston. Think so? I, I think I think it's up to him. I I, I definitely think, think it's yeah, up to him. Y'all think people want to see him back in Boston, even after watching him? Because we clearly can see the body language and the things wrong with him. Do you think the fans of Boston want to see that back in Boston? I think if you if you trade trade assets to get the right pieces around him, I think they would. So they the, gonna have to make some kind of personnel moves. Yeah, even not, with, not like not constructed like this. Even no. with the Rozier, with the comment that he made, yeah, like, that you was, know, but he was doing that because he in the contract year too. He trying to raise his stock, I think. True, but still, yeah, that yeah, was a wild I, comment. I, I, with that comment, do you want him back in that system? I don't know. But I think Rozier free agent. Are you going? Are you going to pay to bring him back? I think. I think this is. Yeah, he, this is contract. Yeah, I think he's going to be a free agent. But the way that Jason Tatum performed, the way. Uh, Gordon Hayward, for whatever's going on, he 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 just wasn't ready this year. Um, and I and the only reason I say that was remember when Paul George had that injury and he said it took him a full year to try to even get back close to where he was. Yeah. I think we started Gordon Hayward over there too soon. Um, but uh, I love Jason Tatum, man. But if Boston pop him off for AD, him and the package off for AD or whatever, can you be mad at that and pair him and Kyrie together? But that like that Kyrie has to want to be there. True. Like he like he has like that's true. Cause it's like 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 one of the the big things for me like last night watching the game whatever right mm-hmm. they they getting their butts whooped and they down three one in the series whatever right most people don't feel like they can win who who been on that team has been in that situation before on the biggest stage mm-hmm. like if you the leader of the team. You finna get in people's face. You finna be in their chest like, yo, bro, like, come on. I need you to give me maximum effort. We not out of this. There's still time left on the clock. We can play. We can do something. But what are you doing? Nothing. One thing that ain't really been talked about is Brad Stevens, the guy we thought he was. Mm. He he definitely got outcoached. He just got out. I I like Brad Stevens, but nah, bro. And I'm not saying he's not who we thought he was. He definitely got outcoached. And it happens in series um, we've seen it before. Pop's been out coached before, but this this shit. But like this though, not, not to this degree. Because we was not talking finals. Like yeah. we had Celtics booked, booked before, yeah. booked yeah. at the beginning of the season. Book it. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, Even they, after you know things was going bad, they still were saying, "Look, Celtics, if they can go." Bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. We we it's gonna be an interesting summer. Yeah, super interesting. Let's uh let's 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 shoot over to uh to Philly, man. What's uh what's going on with them right now, man? Is Embiid's health? Embiid got the bubble guts. <laughs> is 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 a is a factor. Saw Lomando burgers before the game and shit. Man, Joe. <laughs> what's um 
do you think Embiid to blame? Is it is it coaching? Um, what's what's why is Ben Simmons getting his pass from the media? I I think they they're a really young team, and now yeah, you're seeing it. Me, I mean, you mean Michael Carter Williams? Yeah, that's who it is. <laughs> he talking about that uh, the picture with the uh, the glasses thing, or whatever. No, I ain't seen that. You ain't seen it? No, like, you know, like how they be doing, like when you like the Peter Parker, he clean his glasses. Oh yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah. I see that. You so, stupid. Yeah, nah, I see but. That. I gotta say, I feel like they they're like a really young Play team, it, and it's like you you really seeing it now because like Ben Simmons, like you seeing the the big hole in his game as far as like him not being able to shoot, and it's it's it's, it's not allowing him to be effective. It's like in the half court, obvious. Though. Yeah. So and was Jared Dudley lying? Nah. Okay. Nah. All right. It just sounded stupid because it's Jared Dudley. Man, Joe, because that was some <laughs> good analysis. That's what it looked like right now, Joe. But like it's even ridiculous. even with Embiid, like if I'm Anybody in an NBA circle, I got a question like how serious he taking the game right now because it's like like it's cool for you to have like your your stomach hurt or whatever you got the bubble guts like Shield said or whatever that 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 happens. Bad times. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to send somebody to go get you some Pepto or something before the game. Yeah. But it's like even even outside of that, like your physical health, like like I, I have to question like how serious he take it. If how he hard not, he working? You know what I'm saying? It? If he not the diet he on though, they yeah. been talking about that a lot too though. That's crazy. And and just like just watching him play is like he 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 don't look like he's like he's trying as hard as he could as as far as like off the court. Cause he I mean that might get a, he run up and down the court like three times. Yeah, it's look a windy, rap, bro. And it, it's 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 probably harder because we judging our NBA superstars based off like what LeBron does now as far as like LeBron off the court like spend a million dollars on his body just to make sure he he at his best. I ain't even asking him to go go ahead. One thing like about like what you're saying and and I don't know if anybody ever said it, but it could be a thing. What's up? Embiid started playing late, so there's not That's somebody true. who loved the mm-hmm. game of basketball their whole That's life. True. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you got this height, you come along late, boom, you one year at Kansas, boom, straight to the league. Mm. You got all this money now. You know, could that play a part in? I think it's still mentality because Giannis started playing late. Yeah, but. With with Embiid though, it's it's also his maturity and stuff too. Cause yeah. remember, uh, he got injured, missed out the first year. Yeah. Uh, then he got injured again, and the second year because he wasn't wearing his boot or he wasn't uh doing yeah, something yeah. and ended up re-injuring himself. Yeah. So it's like when you think about all that, and you think about like the diet that you own, and like how hard are you working on your physical condition to be able to run up and down the floor like this, yeah. and like it's like it's cool the first half whatever if you can do that but we need you in the fourth yeah it's that's what we need you it's um i think what else it is uh his just natural talent for the game so many people see him on the floor including me and you know when i when i see him i'm like joe if this dude healthy he is like clearly unstoppable you know what i mean i even had to give give you some credit (laughs) because but but (laughs) y'all go but um (laughs) It's it's frustrating. So he he knows how good he is. So yeah. when people are probably trying to tell him stuff, you like, man, you you wouldn't half as good as I am talent wise. You know what I mean? But you can see what that can get you. It's kind of like when Andrew Bynum was kind of going like this, mm-hmm. and we was like, oh, you know, he finna be next. You know, big in the league. And Kareem was like, yo, come work with me. And he was like, nah, I'm good. What you talking about? You know what I mean? And I look at you. You know what I mean? So. Dude, that I, I don't know, Joe, but uh, Ben Simmons and I think we give Ben a pass with this jump shot shit too, because 
Rondo didn't have a jump shot. Jay Kidd didn't have a jump shot most of his career. You know what I mean? You can still be aggressive and attack the basket in a half-court set. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he, like, I watch him damn near every game, and he just, like, running around the perimeter, or you try to cut in and you drop off pass, drop off pass, over the pad, or you try to come in and do this, like, one quick layup, and I'm shooting four or five shots a game. Why are you not being aggressive, bro? Like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't I don't understand. You got all this, you got all this height, you know, you can get down on the block, you got this out-of-this-world passing gift, why you not using? I understand you can't shoot. That's fine, but it's other guards in the league who can't shoot and still have made a name for themselves. Why think, are you not doing that? I think we may see some changes after this season. I don't know if they're gonna get out this round, but like you say, somebody with that height, with that size, can't shoot. Okay, if you're gonna be on the floor, it's time to do something different. We're gonna have to try to put you on a block. Putting him on a block may not be a bad idea because of how good of a passer you are. Right. So this may be something that can work. You know what I'm saying? Putting him on a block sometimes, switching things up, high low with him and B. And B can shoot from, you know, 15, mm-hmm. 16, 17 feet. Deeper than that, he can. Occasional. So, yeah. you know, Brett Brown may have to look into something like that to get him more involved. But he tried. Remember, they tried that, and then you and B went to the media complaining about not being on the block or not being used. Right? Remember, they tried him when Jimmy first got Every there. Every time mm-hmm. I see him, he's shooting jumps out. I, I never see this guy on the block like that. I don't know, man. But the shit is just frustrating, Joe, because you got all this, all this ability, and you're just not using it. Yeah. It really is frustrating because, like you say, when you put him on the post, like he's unstoppable. When like just, Giannis just learned how to shoot. Yeah, but he was making a name for himself not being able to shoot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just being aggressive and and, and attacking the. Back. Giannis is still learning how but to shoot. I just would say. to be yeah, true, but just to be fair, Giannis is six, seven years in. That's true. Finish. Okay, and I and, so yeah, we, we gotta let him. And I did. I did. When I messaged you about that, I was just saying I know technically this is his second year, so he yeah, does need we, time. We, we got to give him time to let yeah, him sit back and that's true. get with somebody, watch some game tape, man, and, and really analyze what's going on on the floor and how he can be effective because you too good of a player to just be obsolete out there where, fam, why are you even out here? I'm seeing like seven, five, and four. Like, what? what is this? So I know all star numbers. I know. Last thing, man, what y'all uh, what y'all think about the KD injury that just happened? How is that going to affect this Western Conference series? You know, my man Shields over here sweating bullets and put five hundred grand on this game. <laughs> five hundred grand on the game. How much he put up? Five hundred k on the game. How, how you think? Uh, a lot of money. Yeah, man. Man, I put the house on it, man. <laughs> you know, wife cookies. <laughs> wow, man. I don't know, bro. Like. I still, I still think they can beat. I do too. I Houston, do too. I really ain't worried about it too much. Mm-hmm. Game six is in Houston. Yep. I expect Houston to play well because it's a home game, but I don't trust James Harden. I don't trust Chris Paul. James Harden scored two points in the fourth quarter yesterday <laughs> after KD is hurt. That's go time. That's kill time. You're supposed to smell blood. Bro, you're supposed to finish them. Do you know how big of a win that would have been if Three, they would have won and, go back home. and going back home? With the momentum. Bro, how can you let that kind of opportunity slip out of your hands? As the man, if you're going to be out here crying about getting MVPs, mm-hmm. averaging 36 points, I'm going to need you to score more than two points. When they best player walks off the floor and knowing how he has carried them the whole series and he go down for a whole quarter yeah. in a close game. Mm-hmm. It was close. 
Yeah. I think they might have been up by one or two points. They outscored them by two points that whole fourth quarter. Fam, what we doing? <laughs> what, what, did he run out of gas? What's going on? He passing the ball to Chris Paul to run off into the corner somewhere. What you CP, give it to him for? CP, you let me down, bro. You Why let me down, bro. What do you, what do you See, CP let me down, bro. Because all this 13 points, four assists, six assists, or whatever, not being aggressive, unnecessary flopping and all that, man, it, it's hurting my heart, man. It's flopping is kind of effective, though. It's, it's, yeah, it, ain't, it ain't the best to watch, but it's I don't, like... I don't, I just, like he 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 know how to sell it to to get his calls though. I think Chris Paul is too much of an all time great to be doing the shit he be doing, or just his approach to the game. And I understand you. That's big you know, for you to say. You got that. you got two primary ball handlers. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I get it. You know y'all y'all kind of doing like the back and forth thing, or like you say the dribble 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 pass shoot whatever. But dog, this come on man. It kept giving him that tissue. <laughs> hey, he reached for it. Too. Man, Joe, it's, 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 it's frustrating to watch, man, because, man, whatever. He's about to shed real thug tears in here. <laughs> man, that, that's my dog, man. And, and to see it, I'm like, Joe, why are you not living up to what I know you can be? You know what I mean? So, I I, I don't know, man, but we'll, we'll see how. We'll see how this is. I still, like, I feel like they let that game get away. It's like y'all really, y'all had the chance to, like you say, just to turn the whole series around. And y'all, and I don't want to hear shit about the, the refs did this or he was out of bounds and yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. Y'all had y'all chance to be aggressive and y'all y'all blew Didn't it. Didn't take it. Y'all blew it. And like you said, ain't no way in here he supposed to score two points in the fourth quarter. Trash, Mm-mm. bro. So, I don't know. But that's what we at, man. We good, we good, we good. We good. Are you good? I'm good, man. I think I'd be yeah. all right, brother. You got enough tissue? You, you, you just think you won this round. That's all. I did. I'm going to leave it alone. He trying to find I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. Good. This has been this week's episode of the Baselines and Beats podcast. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, please continue to follow us on Facebook at Baseline Pie, on IG at Baselines and Beats, on SoundCloud at Baselines and Beats. Yeah, also, like you say, make sure y'all follow us everywhere. Make sure you're sharing everything, hitting all them like buttons. You on uh, YouTube, make sure you subscribe and ring the bell so you get the notifications every time we drop a new episode. And leave us a comment. Tell us where you're from. Talk to us about something. And just let us know how you feel about this episode, past episodes. Yeah, and go on honeygrandpen.com and buy yourself a book, man. Get you a good read. Honeygrandpen.com. Go check it out. Go to it. We out. Peace.